And we are back. And we are back. And we are back. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a short break. <laughs> and we are back. Thank you, my good people. We are here. We are here. We are here. And what we're going to do is start off What's up, my good people? We are back. We are back. Welcome to a short break. We are back for our episode today. And we couldn't, we couldn't wait to get back. And we're excited to be back. We're excited to be back. This is our 11th episode, and we're keeping it moving. Nope, this is our 12th episode. See, I was contemplating between 11th and 12th. We've been over here working, y'all. We have been working over here at 4910. And listen, check this out. If you don't, if, I, I know when we say we've been over at work and you be like, yeah, have they been working for real? Wait till you see what we got coming up next. We got a few things over here that's going to be popping out pretty soon. And we've been like in the incubator stage and just putting everything together. But things are about to pop off and about to start happening. Uh, you're about to see a lot more content from us and uh, a lot of more social engagement from the projects that we've aligned ourselves with, which we think are pretty good. Uh, here's, a, here's a quick hint, sisters. We got you. Check it out. You know, we love our we we love we love our sisters. We support our sisters. We support women. Uh speaking about supporting women, while we're at it, let's bring on our, our the, the 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 our other half over here at a short break. The phenomenal, the lovely, the talented, uh, the articulate, the much better than I am, Emma. Hey, 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 hey Damien. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? We're back. We're happy to have you. What's up? Talk to us. What's up? Hey. What's going on? Oh my gosh, what isn't going on? So I'm just excited that we have our 12th episode today. Okay. And yes. it's about to be filled with women today. Cause y'all guys always, y'all always outnumber me. So I'm very excited. Yeah, we I'm had you on the race last time. I understand. Like goodness gracious, so the women we are gonna be representing today. Um, mm -hmm. but let's get into some hot topics real quick before we get into a short hey, break. Real, real quick, can we get a can we get a check in, my good people? Oh can we yeah, get a check in from the people where, where, where we you know where we you know where we checking in from? You know what city? New York, L.A., St. Louis. St. Louis, please be in the house because that's one of my family. My Virginia, that I do a good job sometimes. You know all that type of stuff. <laughs> you know, uh, check in, people. Let us know who's here with us uh, when you get a chance. A quick little shout out, and uh, there we go. Now there we go. I just wanted to say that, Emma. Now what you're going to be saying? Sorry to interrupt you. No, 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 no worries, no worries. We definitely want to see where all our people are. They're on Facebook and we're watching on YouTube Live. So I, just let us know where y'all at. So the first thing I want to talk about is it is Kobe Bryant's, it would have been his 42nd birthday today. Yes. So we definitely wanted to just kind of, you know, acknowledge Kobe. We definitely miss him. Do you have any, you know, Kobe memories yourself? Oh, Man, my oh, we got NYC uh checking in. What's up, Dasaku? What's hey. up? 
How you doing? We got, man, we got our brother right here. Hold on. We got South Florida. Hey, good Matthew. Thank you. Thank Matthew, you. Matthew, be checking in. Matthew's a fan. Appreciate you, Matthew. Wait a minute. We got Harlem on the rise. I appreciate you, girl. Miss Lane. What's up? What's up? Hey. I appreciate Harlem. Harlem is my second home. We all know that. We all know I love how much I love Harlem. Um, that's my thing. But so, quick little uh, Kobe story. I never met the man. Would have loved to um, have chopped it up with the brother at some point. But I went to a game, and it was a finals game. It wasn't, wasn't sorry, it wasn't a finals. It was a Western Conference finals. It wasn't okay. a finals game. And, I mean, that's still good. Did you hear? Did you see? People, did y'all see that? She was like, oh, you went to, I said, Western. That's cute. You see that? I saw it. That's cute. Uh, okay, yeah. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> we had good seats. Oh, cool though. But anyway, went to the game and I want that that mamba mentality that they talk about. And you and you want to really want to, you know, uh when you witness something like that, it's amazing. Because he was just in kill mode. And if anybody who's whoever competitive, whatever you're competitive in. You will see someone, when you recognize someone doing it at the highest level, it's just an awe to watch. And that's what it was. That's my Kobe story. Just seeing him live, play live, was a, was a great thing for me to check out, man. And when that brother passed and I heard that, it just, yeah. So we're going to celebrate that brother. Here's a toast to you, my brother. Here we go to Kobe. Um, to Kobe. Yeah, to Kobe. Mm-mm. I'm spilling some out for the like, well, you just dribbling. You just you know, you know, you know how they say spill it out for the homies. There we go. Just out the homie, there we go. All them on the rise. We got New Orleans checking in. Okay, come on, come on in though. And 49 to be working. Yes. Showed up. So everybody who is in here, we need you all to write whose team you're on. Speaking of teams, are you team Brandy? Or Team Monica, because this versus battle is happening on Monday, August thirty first. Okay. Yeah. Team Monica, Team Brandy. I don't. I don't. You know what? Honestly, you tell me who team were you rocking with? Let me tell you. I, I'm. I'm on the fence. I'm like. I'm on the fence. I know more Monica songs word by word. I will sing some good Monica, but Brandy, just like Brandy, everything that she's done. Whether it's acting and then she's also behind the scenes. This is a versus battle. It's it's one on one about songs and catalogs. We got nothing to do with her acting. I like them both. I'm not picking the side. We both like them both. Okay, I, I listen. I I I definitely. Who you picking? Who you picking? If I have to make a choice, and you just I don't know, man. I don't know. I I gotta say Brandy because she's an OG Bobby Johnson. Monica is too, though. She kept it getting. I don't know. It's it's a hard one, but I'm. A, you know, we're gonna see what the fans got to say. And, and, and next thing we're gonna bring it up, ABFF, right? ABFF is happening now online, my good people, and it's it's a chance for you to check in and see what's happening virtually. You get to see the uh, you get to see the film. You're, they give you links to your login, right, Emma? Mm -hmm. So it's called ABFF Play, and it's their uh, website basically, and it's like a website as well as the app. So you can go, you can download it, and you're able to watch all of the films that would have been in the festival. Um, so they have like a documentary series, they have webisodes, and they have the feature film, the feature narrative. So it's pretty cool. And they're doing, you know, talkbacks that are on there. So it's a really cool website. And I think this actually might be happening longer than the festival. 
I'm yeah, not really sure, but I, I think it's gonna as no the festival is normally a certain amount of time it's gonna they're extending it for us to watch it virtually, so which is super dope. I and love it. I'm here for it. I've been watching TV it. all weekend. I can't, I can't you got any recommendations real quick? Oh, um it's a funny one. It's called Flawed. Flawed. Okay. Um, by Jay Snow, and then there's Junebug by Winter Dunn, and they're both young, um, young, you know, black people doing their things. So, Flawed mm -hmm. and, and Junebug are definitely both shorts. They're both shorts. I'm check it out. So, we are we are going to keep it moving, and without further ado, we're going to bring in our guest of honor, who is a multi-talented writer, director, producer. And all an all around good person. Actually, she's a really good person, and she's sweet, and she's talented, and she's extra nice, and she's a person who is close to me. I will bring in Miss Tracy Taylor, director, writer, <laughs> phenom, Renaissance woman. Hey, Tracy. Hi. I like all that. Look at all that stuff. I didn't know I was. Yeah. Right. You <laughs> <laughs> just don't here just find out who you are. That's that's, that's yeah, great. yeah, listen. There we, there we go. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm really excited to be here. I'm so happy to to be on with you guys. We appreciate you. We appreciate you here. We appreciate having your short. Uh, we're going to get into your short soon because we can't wait to dive right into it as our people are, 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 are piling in. What we have, though, is a segment that we kind of get to know the director. Emma, you want to tell, want to tell her about it? Yes, so we have um, a segment and it's about getting to know you. And we're going to ask you just a few questions that are about your start within the industry. So we're going to ask you some things. We're going to fire them off and you can kind of explain them. Give us the long version or you can give us a short version, whichever way you want. So the people can get to know you a little bit more. Okay. All right. So we, you, 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 you ready for this? I think I am. I you hope I am. Boom, it's, there we go. Okay. It's a short break from the beginning. Emma, would you like to take the first question? Yes. So who was the first mentor that helped you, pushed you, that helped push you in the right direction? You know, I never had an official mentor. And I, I still have never had an official mentor, though for a long time I was like, I need a mentor. Will somebody mentor me? But I think along the way, I there would be advice that people gave me or things that I saw other people doing that inspired me and sort of gave me an education on which direction to move in. So I don't, I never, though I wanted one, I never, I never had um, a mentor, but, you know, from starting as an actress, like watching the trajectory of different actor friends of mine and always having been a writer, um, yeah, I just I learned a lot from from many different people along along the way. All right, okay. All right. here's no when since you just said starting from an actress, and I know you this was a journey that you went on uh, that you're still on actually. That you're uh, when did you realize that you were a director? I realized I was a director on the first day on set of my first short film. <laughs> um, I, because until then I was like, oh God, they're gonna know I'm a fraud. <laughs> Making this show up as I go. To the actual day one of shooting, you realize that's what day, Literally day one of shooting, because what happened was I, I won this writing contest uh, with BET 
And so the prize was $25,000 and the $25,000 to make the movie. And, you know, when I first met with the producer, they're like, okay, well, who's your director? And I was like, oh, well, me? <laughs> because I couldn't, I was, I was really afraid of what somebody else was going to take my script, like, and do with it. And as critical as I am of lots of different stuff, I'm like, if it's, if it's horrible, then let me be to blame for all of it. Um, and so just speaking of mentors, I, the reason I knew about the contest in the first place was I had been an actress in, um, a, a, a woman's film who was a, she was a grad student at, uh, USC, a film major. And I was in her thesis film and she's the one who sent me the information about the contest in the first place. And so when I got, when I won, I called her and I was like, Hey, I won this $25,000 and I got to hire people. What job do you want? <laughs> and she was like, um, I'm moving to the editing track. And I was like, okay, I think I'm going to direct it. Can you help me? And she said, yes. And she gave me like the a, a, a book about this thick from a USC, one of her uh, filmmaking books. And I read that book from cover to cover. And then I went to different bookstores and I would get different books. And I was just trying to learn as much as I could about um, filmmaking. I had done, I directed some theater stuff when I was in college, but not, I was really, really afraid of the camera. Um, and so I, I had prepared as much as I possibly could, but it was really the first day when I got on that set and I had 30 people sort of looking at me like, well, what do we do? And I was like, oh, me, I'm supposed to tell you what to do. You, uh, I still have answers, okay. Me. Okay. <laughs> I just remember this moment that we had shot a scene on one part. We were actually shooting on C. We got to shoot at CBS Studio, uh, CBS Rapper, their studios there. They let the, our first day was shooting there. And we shot a scene, and I just, as I watched, I was like, it just doesn't work here. And there was another place across the lot. And I was just looking at the, the other area, and my DP comes over to me, and he goes, what, what's going on? I was like, I wish we'd shot this over there. And he said, you want to shoot it over there? I said, I wish we had. He said, do you want to shoot it over there? I said, yeah. He was like, everybody, we're going to shoot this over here. <laughs> like, And 30 people started moving because I had an idea of like what I, what I wanted. And that, yeah, in that moment, I was like, this, I want to do this the rest of my life. Uh -oh. This is amazing. I've never because I had hit you. That dopamine in that brain released was like, what? This is amazing. I'm drunk the power. The power. Oh my okay. That's I just wanna I wanna jump in. It's just a few, it's so many lessons in literally everything that you said, but one of them I love how um the the USC student, how she was like, he here's the book from a class that I paid for, <laughs> or if yep. she was on scholarship and was like, but here, here you go. There, I, you know, I'm done with it. I don't need it anymore. I love how she just openly gave that to you because so many people don't want to give you things. They'll be mm -hmm. like, well, why do you want this? Or why do you want to know mm -hmm. that? Or they think that if you tell them how you got there, that they're gonna you're gonna come and take their place. And it's like, no, it's room enough for everybody. So one, I love, like I love how you said that. And then the fact that you literally said, I didn't know I was a director until the day of, and you still were like, hmm, I kind of want to shoot there, but I don't, I think I want to shoot there. I want to shoot there, but I don't think we can. 
The yeah. fact that you just really like didn't know until that moment kind of just speaks like, you know what, you gotta do it, even though you don't know what you're doing. Absolutely. If it feels right, you have to do it. Like I love those two lessons that came out of that. Like yeah. I'm gonna write that down. That I always care when people like ask me like if I have any advice, and I'm like, you know, I'm still early in my career, but I always say like if it scares you, do it anyway. Like, cause I was scared to death. And some of the most amazing things that have happened in my life and my career have happened when I pushed against the fear and did it anyway. Oh. Um, so, you know, this may, and, and the, that if, if, if I need to name a mentor and I don't think that she, she thinks that she is because we became very good friends, but Tracy Morrison, she was the, that USC student whose film I was in because she, she, she was my editor, but she came on that set every day. And if I had questions when I, I'd be like, Tracy, <laughs> what, what is this term that I don't know? And she would tell me real quick, like she was just like a good champion girl. all the way through. Well, that's, a, you know, and that's what we love about the collaborative sport spirit and then the collaborative spirit of independent filmmakers and then just people being good to people. You know, that it goes a long way, especially in this town, just people being good to people. So with and, and, and in that spirit, you being good enough to allow us to show your film uh, naked. So we're going to throw this to you. Give us a brief introduction and we're going to go right into the, your film and then we're going to catch up with a short break afterwards. All right. Okay. Um, so Naked is a comedically dark film about a man who believes his wife is trying to kill him because he is cheating on her. Um, but it's filled with twists and turns and surprises that we learn that just because something looks one way on the surface, Many times it ends up being something completely different, and I think that's that's the best way to sum up naked. All so right. enjoy it. Oh, co-producer Jay Maurice, Danny Garcia. I love, I love, I love, I love a good family affair. <laughs> I love a good man. I look for that. Phil, Phil, Philip, Dinley, of course. Yeah, colorist Jason. <laughs> I don't know Jason, but shout out to Jason. He colored it well. Well, I have so many questions, so so many questions. We try to give respect as much as we can to the to the below the line folks. Show it up, of course, to Union One Union. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hope you heard. Not that laugh. <laughs> Everything Not included laugh. in that laugh. laugh. I hope it came across. Oh. Uh, Boom! All right, my good people. Wow, real quick. I'm gonna do this real quick. All right, we are we are about to go into a short break. Let me tell you what a short break is. A short break is the time that we have with the filmmaker. It's after we as a as a community have watched the film and now we have the filmmaker with us and we're gonna replay the film and a filmmaker can give their insight that we don't have because they were there when they were making this and give us their perspective and you the audience can ask questions. You can ask questions via chat, just like Daisaku is. Shout out to Daisaku, my good brother. Oh my. Uh, um, just like just Daisaku did. Um, and you can also ask questions via um, uh, uh, video questions, just like we are now we have this conversation. 
So that's a short break. And we're going to get started. And what we do is we play, we play the film again, but we put it on mute and allow the director to add her comment, his or her commentary at this time. It's a lovely Tracy Taylor. Tracy, we're going to start this. This is officially the beginning of your short break. All and right. there we go. Boom. Boom. All right, Tracy. First thing first. This shot is amazing. Why did you shoot? And then aspect aspect ratio. Because we could. Our DP had these amazing lenses. And he was like, oh, my God. I got this, like, lens from, I'm going to say Russia. That's wrong. But somewhere far away. And he was like, oh. they're hard to come by and be able to have this sort of, like, super wide, like, angle. Like, nobody gets to do it. And he showed it to me. And I was like, it's beautiful. Yes. And that's why we ended up shooting. You know, um, you know, it was so, the lenses that, that the DP had. Let me make sure I'm hearing this correctly. You saw an opportunity as a filmmaker that you can make your film unique and you pulled the trigger on it. That's right. Absolutely. That's because it just was, you know, like having an angle like that sort of wide, like when he showed it to me, I was like, I... You know, it, it didn't look like it, most stuff that you, you know, see uh, people coming out with specifically in shorts. So I was like, well, yeah, let's let this stand apart. So instinctually, it just jumped at you. That's mm -hmm. that's and, and that's that's what I'm talking about. That is exactly what I'm talking about. So you get you get you, you see the feedback coming in. Right. Well, that's wonderful. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> and actually, Nia has a question. Nia says, mm -hmm. Nia says, I didn't expect that at. All I was following the husband's story and didn't pay attention to her. Dot dot dot. Okay, that wasn't a question, but it was a great statement. My bad, I clicked on the wrong one. You And first off, Emma, let's let's pay attention to. I don't know if you saw it. Matthew gave you a compliment on your new hairstyle. Yeah, I did. No, I saw it earlier today. Oh, okay. Oh, earlier, I did, I did, I did. Hey, Matthew. Uh, Matthew Chen says, can you speak to the signs in the film that led to the suicide or to prevent it? Um, well, that this is one of the first signs, like, right here. When she was started, like, opening up in, in the morning, like, what would you do if it was your last day on Earth? And it was just, it was supposed to be super, super subtle, right? Everything was supposed to be in a, in a way that, as Damien uh, gave me an education some years ago, a misdirect. And so it was supposed to um, tell you what was happening and then direct you in a, in a different um, direction. So her asking her him that was like him, her saying that made him think something was going on with him because he was so worried about the dirt that he was doing that he wasn't paying attention to what was going on with her. Um, so that, um, the life insurance piece, um, it, it's not a sign of suicide, but even like, you know, getting the baby out of the house, like, you know, with her mother, just needing to spend time with him just to have that, those last moments, those don't specifically lean in everybody who does those things wouldn't be committing suicide. But for her, those were all of the things that were leading, leading up to that. She wanted to have this great last day with him because she knew she wasn't going to, to be around. Oh, was it that her representation of a great day was pleasing him? Because it, yeah. it seemed like? Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm going to give my husband 
like this beautiful last day. And and not just that though, but like getting to spend those last moments um, with the man that she loved. Uh -huh. beautiful, so, beautiful. One of the questions that I have is what was the inspiration behind the film's topic? Because it goes one way and then it's a whole twist. So it's like, <laughs> is any piece of it, like you were like, oh wow, I can start start this way and go here like what was the inspiration behind the whole thing because it's so many pieces within you know, many minutes yes yeah, there was a movie that i saw it was actually a play called night mother many many years ago and they actually it was a play called night mother and they made a film of it um starring sissy, sissy spacek um and it was a it was about this woman on the day that she was going to or that she wanted to commit suicide and she was spending this day um, sort of prepping for it and preparing for it, but but it was a mother-daughter thing and you learned all this stuff about her history and how she um, got there. That had come up to me because I was just going through a difficult like time in my life. I just, it was the one time in my life where I just, I, I was sort of in a funk and I couldn't bring myself out of that funk. And what I've always been able to do, even, even when I've always been able to write like, or go into my imagination to find like inspiration or like happiness. Like I could like find that. And so for me, I wanted to write about like somebody who was going through something the way that woman was going through it in that, that film Night Mother. And then I thought, well, that's just damn sad all the way through. But <laughs> yeah, what if, we mask all of the stuff that she's going through with this relationship that, that he's in and he really is doing something that would cause her to believe that yeah. would cause him to believe that she might you know 86 him and so that was sort of it it was like taking it because i was like well i want to play with the the comedy of it the dark comedy of it and not just have a depressing that mood. was that was that's dark, dark comedy, huh, Tracy? Like, <laughs> like torture to me, but you know it is. Yeah, that he that he is, you know, running around trying to break up with his mistress and so forth, you know, to make sure that he isn't okay and not paying attention to his wife's own uh, mental health. Um, yeah, and he ends up being oh, a little bit. I got a question. I got a question for for you, right? That this is from a, an anonymous source. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mo. Hello, Mr. Dwyer. Um, yeah. Do you think the wife knew the husband was having an affair? I've gone back and forth on this. Um, Maurice Dwyer is my husband, by the way. He's you know <laughs> cute in the thing, but he and I have actually even talked about it because there are times I'm like, yeah, she knew. She absolutely yeah. knew and 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 wanted him to be happy and whatever he was going to do. You know, he was going to do it because she, what he was doing wasn't her focus. Her focus is on the fact that she was sick and that she didn't want to be sick anymore and that she couldn't, she didn't see a way out of that. So, in that aspect, maybe she knew. And then maybe she didn't, but I, I, I lean towards thinking, like, yeah, she, she knew. Can, and oh, like, can I give my thoughts on it? Like, I thought cool. that she knew this whole time. I think I feel like she knew too. I knew, and I thought that she was okay. I didn't now. The point that I did know was she intentionally tortured him for her own amusement, knowing <laughs> that she, knowing that she was going to give it a payoff at the end. 
but or if she knew that her husband was because I think in the writing it indicated that you have needs as well. Basically, what the mistress has said, right? So yeah. I'm clear it was a conversation that my wife isn't you know meet, you know meeting my needs because of this physical ailment. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Interest was taken up. My, 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 that's what I'm assuming. So by her, by him saying my wife met my needs, it took her aback. But it also indicated that she might have knew because at this stage in their relationship, she might have been okay with it because she knew she was. I don't know, but that's why I took it. You tell me, writer. Nia says she knew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she, oh, she, oh, oh, she, she knew. All right, she knew. She knew. But I, I did. I was like, I, I had, I did have to question that for myself. I was like, does she know? She probably knows. But that's sort of not, you know what I mean? It's like that's of no, of no consequence in this, this moment. Because she's going anyway. She's going anyway. In her and mind, it not, has nothing to do with it. her killing herself. Has nothing to do with his cheating. Yeah. And so I wanted that to be like the clear thing. Like, oh, he's cheating on me, so I'm gonna like. I wanted to be very clear on that piece. I see a lot. You have some really beautiful frames and like shots, like even this, you know, and in that space where it's say, should be no brown, you know, let's not keep it just, but look at the composition of your shots. Um, shout out to you and your DP because I know yeah. how it happens. How was that sitting, you know, you guys sitting down doing your shot list? You're good people sitting down doing your shot list. How was that in the process of doing it? You know, the, the we didn't we didn't sit down together and do a shot list as I've done before with other um, DPs. I I I had the wonderful opportunity to have a rehearsal with my actors mm. in that location, which was my house, <laughs> and blocked that out. Mm. Um, you know, we got to to rehearse and then block. And so it was really the DP coming up with like how the shot would be composed. I, you know, my job was like, okay, I want her on the stairs. Mm. I want her over here. Like, yeah. you know, what I mean? and his job was to make that blocking look pretty. look pretty. All right. And so, okay, we're right at the point where the miss, who was the mistress and who was the actress that came through? And was it an added bonus that she spoke French or was that in the script? <laughs> yes. Because when she started speaking French, I said, oh, who is this? <laughs> this beautiful actress's name is Gladys Neal. And she came into audition for the lead character. And she was just so stunning. Like, you know, like the kind of stunning that boys and girls are like, who is this lady? Like, <laughs> um, and she was French, like, you know, from France, French. And I was like, that's just intriguing. So She's the mistress, <laughs> and but we would. <laughs> no, foreign, foreign chicks, huh? Yeah. That's, that's she was, when she originally auditioned, she was hiding her accent, and then when she was leaving, I was like, "There's something in your voice. What are you doing?" And she was like, "Oh, I'm French. Blah blah blah." They say it's better to not do it. I was like, "No, always use your accent. Like that makes you stand out." So we were shooting this scene, and she. It wasn't in the script for her to speak French, but I was like, shit, you speak French. Let's use it. Say that to him in French, and then you say to her, I don't know what you mean. So that's what that came I'm from. Sorry. I'm sorry. That was, I was laughing at what you said, but then I'm going to put this comment up. <laughs> I love it. Always. That always got some trick to him, huh? Yeah. 
funniest shit all week. That's one. <laughs> Um, that is too funny so yeah it was i was like say it and then just say it fast he won't know what it means but then you respond just tell her you don't don't know what that means (laughs) now we were talking earlier before a short break started we were talking about the tattoos on the leading man so the question is did you know that he was gonna have all those tattoos and he had a little rough rider situation Yo, I had, <laughs> I had no idea. He took his shirt off, and I was like, "Oh, oh, there's a party back there." Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's what the character is, and we're gonna go with it. Like, <laughs> like it, it works. Let's just go. It's the party going on back here. <laughs> it's a celebration. Let's have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, no, no clue. I mean, that's a lot of tats. I had that's no a lot of tats, and and, and I, I saw the pound puppy tats in the front too. I was like, <laughs> "Wow, all right, that's what's up." But my guy's about that life. Yeah. Did you go into this casting for an interracial couple? No. What was so funny is I, I was like, okay, so I want, I want my film because I'd done a, a few films and all black, all black, all black. And then I was like, I want to open this up because I want to be a filmmaker who can do, to be able to show you that I can direct other than a, a, a black person or write other than. So for the male and female casting, it was all racist. Um, and so it sounded like you said it was all. You racist. Like said all racist. I was like, man, all racist. Well, you are transparent today, aren't you? Okay. So Maga hats before no. <laughs> Um, no, they, they, so everybody came in for, um, both roles and the, the funny story behind Nina, who ends up being the lead, she was brought in, um, as the mistress, she was brought into audition for the mistress role. Mm-hmm. And then she, somebody came back in who was working work with me during casting was like, um, this lady out there, she wants to audition for the other one. I was like, what? No. That's not who I, that's not what she, okay, fine. <laughs> wow. And that's who I cast. Oh, wow. And so I cast her, and then I'd had like all races. There was, it was between uh, da- uh, Danny, uh, David, and uh, a black dude. So it was, it was between two of them. And I kept going back and forth. And I was like, I just like the way these two look together. I was like, that, this is, I think this is like not another black show. Not all of them. I'm not I'm doing another one. I've done them all. I get to diversify too. But yeah, it, and they had chemistry and it worked. Yeah. He was, he was, I liked him. That, so he, it looks like he's Latinic? Oh, yeah. Latin? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Got it. Got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. I just, but I was just, 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 just guessing. I just wanted to make sure I was clear. Yeah. Yeah, I just love how this how your DP followed your action. Yeah, he was he was yeah he he, he is amazing. He his, is amazing. What's his name again? His name is Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia. Let's shout out Danny Garcia because he did his thing. Like and and even I was watching the 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 scene in the pool and how intimate they were they 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 were together with each other and. The framing that he had him in the middle of the frame, not in the left. Oh, Dele, we always got to give a shout out to Dele. Dele, what's up, girl? Congratulations to Dele. 
She just got she just got married. Okay, so this is the sack. Hopped in. Look at that. Even that frame. Okay, so why did you initially go right into the backstory as soon as he hopped in the pool? Because I wanted it to, I wanted the the two things to be sort of be playing and juxtaposed with each other. So okay. as he's saving your life, he's like hitting back on all of the moments that all of those clues that I just talked about, he uh -huh. hits each other those clues. Yep. And his guilt, his so am I. His guilt had him interpreting those clues mm. in a manner that him doing something would really, if you would have had time and was not doing in his mind dirt, he would have understood that his wife was actually doing something. Because he was guilty when he was calling the police. I said, "You calling the police for the wrong thing?" If you I got mad at that part. But. <laughs> hey, listen, I understood that fear. Hey, let me tell y'all something. One plus one do equal two. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, look at all the stuff. And she, I, that's why I took Obama that she knew, she, if she didn't know that he was in a relationship, she was tortured and she found, she she knew, but this is her like, I'm going to just mess with you for a minute. I don't think she was torturing him at all. I'm not going with that side. I think the ladies, we going, no, we just, we're not going with the torture. There's no look torture. But if he, you know, that was an Edgar Allan Poe, the telltale heart. If he had not been doing, do you, you know this? Yeah, I the, yeah, so this is the telltale heart. It's just like, if he had not been doing the dirt, then all of that boom, 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 boom. It wouldn't have been coming. He wouldn't have, he wouldn't have had that. What? Look at you. Look at that. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, y'all, listen. <laughs> I know firsthand on Tracy's um, intellect and genius. Tracy and I are in a, writing, or a writer's group together. Um, and I was happy to be able to have the time. I couldn't wait for a short break to come back so I can highlight her film because we've shown this film again. We're like, we combined together. together. We had a screening of it uh, with, uh, uh, with About That, which I haven't screened yet on a short break. Her film and our brother Carl Seaton's, who was on a short break before. Um, but I wanted to take this time as we do on a short break as much as possible to highlight our filmmakers and our filmmakers of color and then also our women filmmakers, which I think that we tried. I think we're about 50 50 right now, right, Emma? I around think so, yeah. 50 when it comes to highlighting directors and filmmakers, uh, men and women, because we want to make sure that we're pushing it and we want to compliment you and applaud you for everything that you're pushing for with your directing and also your writing element. Cause it's, cause I want people to pick up the lessons kind of like what you were saying, Emma, that this is an actress that said, Hey, I also have a story to tell. I'm not limited to just one discipline in my art. Here's another one and here's another one. And look at what it has done for you in the evolution mm -hmm. of your story. And, and that's amazing. And then on top of that with a family, which is what men and women do, but I tell you now, easily men handle it different from women. Men take a, let me provide, so they throw themselves into their career and maybe can or cannot neglect what's going on at home, but they're still engaged, but they throw, but women have no choice to accept to throw themselves in their career and in their family to make sure it works. And I see that you're doing it in a magnificent way. And we want to applaud you and do it and highlight your art and talent. So yeah, good work. Yeah, definitely good work, Tracy. Um, Emma, you got anything you want to say? 
No, I just want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your inspiration. You, your self, just surprised me. Just, you know, keep going. Do do what you do, even though you don't know what you're doing. You know, because it's going to come out. Oh, you know, hey, let me tell you, you know what she's doing. If you watch the good, if you watch the good doctor, right? Yeah, that's what watch- I'm that's what I was about to say. Like you didn't know, but you kept going, and now you are doing so much more and these great things now in 2020. And it's just kind of like, what if you would have been like, "Oh, I'm scared. I'm not going to do it." Mm-hmm. Seeing all of the fruit that you're doing now, and it's it's bomb. So I'm just thank glad you. here. I just want to say thank you. Yeah, you know, it's it's when you're just talking to me, it just made me think like. Sometimes, and I, I, for some years I did this, you hold yourself back because you're like, well, I do this thing. This is how I define myself. I'm this thing, I'm this thing, I'm this thing. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, other opportunities of other things that you can do or that you m- might really enjoy or have a great talent at, you, you know, you're pushing them aside mm-hmm. because you don't, you know, do those things. And for me, like, you know, I, I did spend a couple of years being like, I'm an actress. I don't, I'm just pursuing the, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, I got this other stuff I don't want to do. Totally understand. Like, I was like that when I came out here. When I moved from New York out here, I had produced a lot of stuff in New York. And I uh, I had, had, you know, things at the Apollo, things at Symphony Space. I was an EP. I did a lot of work out there. uh, And I had a theater company that was, you know, where, and I was also an actor. So when I came out here, I actively said, I'm not going to produce anything like that. Because I because I found in New York, it was some people knew me for this and some people knew me for that, but I needed everyone to know me for everything. So mm-hmm. I needed to focus on one when I came out here. Um, and I was doing things and things were moving, but until I started engaging all the tools that's in my toolbox, is when I saw things shot up. You know, t- t- the trajectory started moving fast. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so exactly what you're saying, you're, you're 100% right. And what's so funny is that I remember the point when you said, I'm just sitting down writing. I'm writing on this, Damien, that's all I do. So we were in the writing group and we, we were writing a script, but also we were also writing our scripts. But but Tracy would say on top of this, I just sit in my spot, I carved out a space, I have the kids at a certain time, uh, Mo, takes, Mo takes the kids and let me do this. They, you know, it was a unit, it was a family, it was a structure. It was, a, it, it was the definition of the nuclear family. In our community, and we appreciate you being a representative, uh, a representative of that, and being you know something that we can champion and go behind and and, and love to see success and, and grow. Thank you, sure thank you all so much. This was a lot of fun. A lot. Oh, of fun. Hold on one second. Arch Production. Somebody brought up my theater company. Shout out <laughs> New York, New York, my guy. Thank you, Dasaku. Yeah, Arch Productions. We did good plays, man. We did do plays. But go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I no, I was just saying thank you. This was a this was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Like anybody, any filmmaker gets to do this, this is a, a cool um, form. I didn't really know what to expect, but like, yeah, it's this is great. All right, man. Listen, we're gonna use that sound bite right there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you got anything you would like to add, love? No, I'm good. You good? All right. Well, Tracy, we appreciate you. Thank you, everyone, for joining in. We're going to uh, everyone give Tracy an applause. I remember the plays. Oh, uh, Dasaku, my guy, this guy showed. Listen, shout out to Dasaku, but give a hand, a round of applause for Tracy. Wait, wait, before you get a round of applause, I do have one, have one fun fact. One oh. fun fact. You all started off by talking about ABFF being online. Yes. 
naked, the film we just saw was selected for ABFF as one of the five. And it was huge. It was amazing. It was the biggest thing that ever happened. It was one of the HBO, one of, it was one of those five finalists. Uh -huh. And then the week that they were supposed to send my ticket, I got a call from HBO like, did you screen at another festival? Did you screen at LA Shorts Fest? I was like, yeah, disqualified. Oh. So I didn't get to go to ABFF. My film didn't get to play there. Oh. I was crushed. Okay, let me let me explain to the audience. I don't, I, I don't understand the magnitude. So let me tell you about this ABFF competition for an independent filmmaker, right? So if you get selected as an ABFF finalist for your short film, you're automatically, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna throw the numbers out there, but you automatically know you're gonna get this amount of money off the rip, at least this amount of money which the short films are usually you just paying out. So you're happy about that. And you're going to have on HBO. Right, and that's what I was about to say. On top of that, you're right, Tracy. HBO is the creme de la creme of the time. And you, especially the time you're speaking about, you like, my shit is about to be, we, don't, we see me on the internet, we can cuss. My shit is about to be on there. HBO? Oh, I'm popping. I'm on popping. You probably, I can understand that, that feeling. It was everything. I was oh. like, you like it's the heart, like they only select five. Only select five. Five, five short films throughout the country. Five. ABFF was hard. The HBO, they had the HBO backing. We all wanted it. It was a holy grail. It was a benchmark. And wow. So imagine getting it. Getting it. And then getting disqualified three weeks later. Because you showed your work. I showed my work one time at LA Shorts Fest. And I still don't know how they found out. <laughs> I was, I cried. I cried. I was like, you can't do this. And they were, and they were, and they were unapologetic, right? They were like, sorry. You know, sorry, ma'am. We got to go with the alternate. And that, hey, so anybody in school, just let you know, that's a real world lesson. <laughs> it is a real world lesson. If I can talk about it now and not tear up because I got okay. this happening, but for a couple years, I was like, I can't. <laughs> I, 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 I can definitely understand why. I don't, man, that would have hurt. <sighs> and that, that brought up some silly. <laughs> you didn't know that now. That it happened? Well, you know what? As you bring it up, I remember we kind of had this conversation a while back about it, but it doesn't change the feelings. <laughs> yes. Like you could have teared up. I, I feel and I still feel that energy because we all know what that represents, especially mm -hmm. you poured everything into this short and like now you get some level of rec uh, recognition and from HBO it mm -hmm. and it's going to play. You can tell your manager, you can tell your agents, you can, hey, I'm on HBO, baby, you're looking for me. You know, that that has a value in this game. Yeah. I understand. Definitely. Definitely. Wow. That's the ABFF fun fact. That's the ABFF. We got and look, look, look what you did though. Look at that. You kept pushing. You kept creating. You kept going. And look at and 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 you and you're constantly growing. How about now? Because I'm up right now. Yeah. Oh, Yeah, we know the Drake. We know Drake. <laughs> All right, listen. Do you have any last words? Any anything that you want to say to the people, Tracy? Anything, yes. Anything you want to say to the people, Tracy? 
We're going to um, give you a solo. Talk to talk to the folks. No, just thank you so much for watching. If you're creative, keep on creating and keep working. And sometimes you have some setbacks, but if you keep pushing and you really love what you're doing, something will happen. Oh, there we go. And from us, we want to say thank you for tuning in from a to a short break. Emma, you would like to close it out? Yes. Thank you all. I'm so glad that you all were here with us. Make sure you tune in next week, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 7 p.m. East Coast Time. And I'm just super excited. All right. Thank you, my good people. Peace.